This content is intended for adult cigar smokers age 21 and older. It's so wet over here. Dude, that's what happens when you have 12 bottles of water. It's not 12, 12 cups, cups of water. Cups. Like you're doing the music. And then I have the skateboard What's on What's the side. music? When you have the glasses and you do different tunes? I don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And then you have the, the other skateboard. It was perfectly. Right, you it's like doing a trick. I swear to God, if you screwed up that skateboard. I'm not going to screw up I would have drowned you in those cups of water. Well, you know, so what we got going on? Are we ready? Are we ready? We're on? Oh, we're on. Here we go. Hello, my friends. Nick Labretti. Hey, my friends. And you're going to not do that every I'm going to do it every time. Mm, yeah, yeah, we're going to have an issue. Uh, Nick Labretti and Greg War- Greg W. here for JRCigars.com. W. And George, our- George W. Yeah, okay. GRGW. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, wow. and you look just like him. Uh, very special podcast that we finally, we finally decided on a name. We got it down to. Long Ash Podcast. Love it. I do. I am, I am a fan. You know Greg. Yes. I love it as well. Good. That's all I got. Uh, so, we are gonna got a lot of stuff going on today, all our different little segments, just going to jib-jab, jib-jab, and uh, whatever else we got going on is what we got going on. So, on uh, Instagram, on the story, we did Pick My Stick with Southern Draw and Moistra de Saka. It was Saka. the Steve Saka Moistra de Saka and the Southern Draw Jacob's Ladder. Now, interesting... Uh, in terms of total number of votes, the Jacob's Ladder won. However, on the Facebook story, the Moisture de Saka won, but there wasn't a lot of votes. There was only like, it was like 11 to 7 Moisture de Saka, but on Instagram it was like 80 to 60 or something. Oh, so you knew right off so, the bat. So like, it, in terms it, of total number of votes, the Jacob's Ladder won, but interesting, different crowds, different, different that's styles. That's interesting, that yeah. is interesting. Two very highly lauded, lauded, lauded. Don't ask me. Louder smokes. They're very loud. Can't hear them. But uh, two fantastic cigars from two of the top blenders in the industry. And But the Jacob's Ladder one. And as many of you know, it's my... It's well, it's my, your favorite smoke. It's one of my... It's, I and, don't have a favorite. It's one of them. It's well, it's my, my obvious. Right. I, I apologize. And this is your first time smoking a Jacob's this Ladder. This is my first time. So you've been talking about how full-bodied this cigar it is. It is extremely full-bodied. And it's your wrapper that you... Uh, uniquely enough, hat. not hat. exactly. Heart. It's a broadleaf wrapper. However, the broadleaf that we all know and love that's on Liga Privada and this and that is Connecticut. This is actually a Pennsylvania broadleaf. What's the difference? All right, Besides so, you, so you know where Connecticut is? Um, I never heard of it. Do you it. know that Connecticut's a state? You know that, yes, I do, because and you of know the that, worst you know, drivers in the and world. And you know how Pennsylvania is a totally other state? Right. Are they in a valley as, as well? I don't know. In a valley... But th- that's how it works. Two different okay. states. Well, yeah, just besides the obvious. I don't know. You didn't really grasp the obvious. <laughs> I got to explain <laughs> that one to you. Okay. So, yeah, so two different states. Um, but being a broadleaf seed, uh, and I, honestly, I don't know too, too much about this because it's really Pennsylvania broadleaf, I feel, is a little bit newer. Um, so I don't really know how it differs from state to state. I get a lot of the same notes off of this as I do of a, of a Connecticut broadleaf. But you even see, you know, so uh, like you have Connecticut Shade right. and then Ecuadorian Connecticut, almost interchangeable. The gotcha. Ecuadorian Connecticut is a little bit, I want to say it has a tiny bit more spice to it, a tiny bit more body, but to the casual smoker, very similar. A lot of the mellow cigars that people say use Connecticut Shade actually use Ecuadorian Connecticut. So, okay. so similar thing there. But yes, yeah, so a broadleaf wrapper, very hearty, very rich, um, very chocolatey, a lot of coffee notes. And then with that Nicaraguan tobacco in there, of course, made by A.J. Fernandez, uh, a nice underlying spice. That, that's going to be your general 
Love those Nicaraguans. Yeah. You do? I like do. the people? Uh, uh, both. Oh. So looking at the cigar, it's a nice, beautiful gold wrapper. I really like the uh, display of this with this it's, nice... It's a blue. I said blue. You said gold. Blue and gold. You didn't say blue. Did I you say blue? Did I say blue? I said blue. You, I thought you said it's a very gold wrapper. Blue and gold. Oh, I didn't hear the blue. I apologize. Oh, that's okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I'll forgive you this time. Uh, then we have a cedar wrapped around the cigar. Why is it? Why? What's the point of the cedar wrapped around the cigar? Uh, cedar, um, and also used in humidors, uh, Spanish cedar. It's a very absorbent wood, so it takes in moisture very well. And so when you have it, you know, when it's lining your uh, your humidor, it holds in that moisture very nice. Also adds a very nice touch of like a cedary flavor, uh, as we did in that one cigar pair. <laughs> sometimes lighting up a cedar sleeve to light your cigar—that was a horrible it idea. Can, it sometimes it can be effective. Other times it really shouldn't be done. Was that what the Fuente and yeah. The Fuentes, yeah. the cigar pairing on our YouTube page. Definitely go yeah. check it out if you so, want to see some fire. But you got to be careful with the cedar because uh, unlike a match that is made to be lit upon fire, right? Uh, this really isn't, <laughs> so it burns very quick. And you don't want that scotch tape on it either. No, you, know, no, no, you, but you, you, you can, you can de-tape de it, but that's not the, the scotch tape wasn't the issue. I was the issue. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I this just is watched your... that thing go up and smoke. I didn't even move. I was like, "Well, that's well, yeah, fine." You were my producer, and I'm like, right, "Go produce." And this is what you have to handle. And you could, you were. Yeah, I didn't. I, my, I thought my job was just to tell you the questions. No, and, and then, your job is to literally and, and figuratively put out fires. Fi fireman Greg. Yeah, fireman Greg. Fire, fire person. Actually, we're going to be politically correct. So on the bottom, we got a nice. Looks like a semi closed foot, or is that a closed? It's just foot? A, considered a closed foot. And that's for so when you light it, you have a nice. It burns evenly. It burns evenly. And also, uh, you can get um, a nice taste of just the wrapper on its own. Now, wrapper is responsible for like 70, around 70% of the flavor. Um, so mostly when you smoke a cigar, you're mostly tasting the wrapper. But you get a quick little hint of what it's like on its own. And the same thing, a lot of cigars now are doing about an inch uh, wrapperless. So at the bottom, it looks kind of frayed where you actually have no wrapper. It's just right. uh, filler and binder. And it's cool because it gives you... it. it, it as an experiment, it kind of shows you this is what the actual filler and binder tastes like, and then when that uh, wrapper kicks in, it changes the dynamic completely. Uh, we're smoking two different sizes. You yes. have what I think is the, let me see, uh, Toro or a longer Robusto. I'm not, I can't remember all the sizes. I'm going to say Toro. Toro size, and I have my favorite and the exclusive to JR, the top rung Lancero size. You're a big fan of that one. I really am. Uh, I'm a big fan of the cigar overall. Um, but like I said, very strong. Some reason in the Lancero size, it just it just hits its peak. A lot of cigars are like that where you'll find, uh, oh, I like this size, like this size, but like this size just really hits it home. Um, and we talk about that a lot when I interview uh, manufacturers about how they decide what sizes to, to roll. Do they pick kind of one size first? Um, but yeah, the size can dramatically change uh, how a smoke I mean, it'll essentially have some, some of the same notes, but it might be a little more mellow, might be a little smoother, it might be stronger depending on right. the size. So we're going to cut this. We have this. Oh, we got the Southern right, Draw. I got the Southern Draw the cutter. Southern draw, it's also not, I think it's in the front, we have uh, Robert Holt gave us the... I actually don't know if I can use this because I got a little pigtail here. Oh, well. So I might need another well, that's, cutter. Well, that's a delay in the show. Didn't put no, that's that. fine. We can keep, just keep going. So in the front, we have a nice uh, ashtray from uh, Robert Holt, uh, one of his... I think one of the one is yeah one of the I don't know if it's if he works for him or he's or maybe he's just a fan of the brand but he he hand makes these. So if you guys go check out the YouTube video, you can check it out on there as well. We uh, have a nice little display. We have a nice. I little... didn't even remember a lighter. Oh, hold on. I did remember a lighter. Oh God. Oh the God. Big oh God. This is what happens. 
Thank you maybe, very much. Maybe maybe Chris, Se- our, our secret Chris, our other producer, can get us. There was a, a intern lighter. Alex, another secret Chris. Secret Chris. Shh, don't talk about it. Who's Chris? Oh, where is he? Chris, where'd you go? I don't know. He's fine. Little, oh, okay. You want to use the Alec Bradley? We'll use the Alec Bradley. No, I don't want to use the Alec Bradley. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so, going into uh, the show, we kind of want to premise that I am a beginner smoker. You are the aficionado. So. I think the first show was nice to kind of get everybody in the mood of what we're kind of going through. So let's take it back to the basics. So what, what are cigars? So what is, you know, the typical question that everybody has? What are cigars? First of all, I would not consider myself an aficionado by any means. Oh, you means. are to me. Oh, I appreciate that. And you're a nice fella. Oh, Secret Chris. Secret, Shh, secret Chris. That's going to be a t-shirt. If we this should. thing takes off. We secret, secret Chris. What do you think the... Shh, should it just be someone with the... I think it should be Chris's face with sunglasses just going... That's what I was thinking. Yeah. The aviators. Shh, secret Chris. And like a hood over his head. All right, so as I discuss... I'm going to actually... I, I made a very, very good PowerPoint on... Yeah, because people understand what you're saying with the cigar in your they mouth. They can get me. Oh, do, do I? Womack. Ah. That's not Jimmy Stewart. Oh. Do you know who Jimmy... Never mind. We're not going to get into films. Even though I'm a film major. Were you? Yeah. Where'd you go to school again? I went to Fairleigh Dickinson University in the good state of New Jersey. Yeah, fairly barely. Uh, fairly ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, that's where I got that wonderful piece of paper from. Mm. That, that, how's that piece of paper working out for you? <laughs> uh, I'm smoking cigars and filming it. I think pretty Yeah, good. but we could do this in our garage. <laughs> we could. Why don't we? Uh, I don't have a garage. Oh, okay. Me neither. Yours has bikes and water guns and shit. <laughs> no, I really don't have a garage. Oh, oh wow. That's even yeah. sadder. Yeah, I know. Um, I have a barn. So, cigars. Uh, I have a, like, a, like a, a nice little PowerPoint that I made, the history of the cigars. So, um, tobacco was a big cash crop that was first used by the natives of both North, Central, and South America, and obviously the Caribbean islands. Uh, really developed more after the European colonization in the... 14th, 15th, 16th centuries, um, particularly Spain had like a big kind of market share of, of tobacco. And they were, you know, they would use pipes and other apparatus to smoke. And it was like a, a very ceremonial thing. That, um, you can even see now with blunders like Nick Melillo and uh, the wise man and all his, a lot of his themes for his cigars is very ceremonial. It was, it was almost a religious uh, aspect to the Native Americans. And then of course- You love your history. I know. Well, I was a history major. I know. And I got a piece of paper to prove it, too. Don't know where it is. Couldn't be more useless. But um, it was around the 1800s. I bet Navian knows where it is. Oh, God. They know where everything is. Freaking. You owe $10 from 30 years ago with interest. We own your house. And that's just how they are. Um, but uh, around the 1800s is when cigars, as we know, rolled tobacco using premium leaf, a filler, a binder, and a wrapper, really came to prominence but not even the premium style that we know today. Um, of course, back then, most things were Cuban. Um, that was the kind of big area for tobacco. You had famous cigar smokers. You had Mark Twain, Ulysses S. Grant, Sigmund Freud. Um, they were smoking you know, several, several cigars a day. Um, it really changed. The, the entire industry changed in the 1950s and 1960s because, like I said, Cuba was the main exporter and grower of premium cigar tobacco, and then there was the embargo, and all of a sudden, the biggest market for cigars in the world, which was the United States, no longer could import Cuban tobacco. A- anything involving Cuban tobacco, any, any Cuban product, the embargo is, is countrywide, so no Cuban rum, Cuban coffee, nothing, Cuban sandwich. That was recent. I mean, they were 50, 50, 50, 50 years ago. Right. I always think it's the year 2000. 
I always think, I'm like, oh yeah, it's like 50 years ago. No, it's 70 now. 70 years ago. Wow. Oh, no, like, what was it, 63, so it was... That's when my parents were born. Oh, really? Yeah. My parents are young. My parents were born in the early 50s. No, I was wrong, 53. Okay. So there are 10. Yeah, so why don't we leave the history to me and we'll leave... Well, the, I'm going to leave we'll adding. Leave the, the, the college girls and the backwards hats to you, even though I wore a backwards hat in our last episode. Um... So it changed. A lot of these blenders, you know, the, the main faces behind really famous cigar companies such as Partagas, uh, Romeo and Julieta, Monte Cristo, Cohiba, uh, the farmers and a lot of the rollers and the blenders, they left because the industry was basically taken over by the government. And they went to the areas we know now. They went to the Dominican Republic. They went to Nicaragua. They went to Costa Rica. They went to Jamaica. They went to Honduras. They went to all these other countries and developed the industry as we know it now. Now, it took a while but since the, I want to say since, definitely since the cigar boom, uh, the quality of tobacco from these countries has increased substantially to where I don't think there's any pure aficionado in the world that would say Cubans are 100% the best, everything else. No, they're definitely on par. And you can tell that with a lot of the rating systems. Now, are you aware of Cigar Aficionado Magazine? Yes, I am so aware. For those of you who don't, big publication. Every year they do a top 25 list. And they rate Cubans in there as well. And as you can see, not a lot. Right. Most, I think, actually, the most number one cigars have come from the same country we're smoking today, which is Nicaragua. Hold on, there's a 747 to Atlanta flying overhead. So going back to that with uh, the different countries that they had to go to, it was more like a testing. You know, they had to have to test it and not, you think, yeah, don't grow in two seconds either. We, so. we went over uh, Padron last week. They were in Nicaragua, then Honduras, and then the Dominican, and then back to Nicaragua. Uh, the Fuentes were in Nicaragua for a little bit before settling on the Dominican. They had to go... Jamaica was one of the biggest post embargo tobacco like co companies like like Royal Jamaican and Macanudo were were started using Jamaican tobacco and then hurricanes and other you know climate related issues like they're kind of making a comeback now you see it some of the some like fancy limited edition cigars have Jamaican tobacco um, but it's an ever changing industry now it changes based on technology but also just climate issues you know like it's, it's a it's a natural plant based industry, essentially. So there's a lot of variables that go into that. But essentially, going back to what you really asked me, it's a, this, the cigar is a, uh, a tool to be used to help relax the tobaccos, the smoke, the flavor, unwind. Uh, it's also become a, a cultural phenomenon in terms of uh, bonding and, and forming brother or sisterhoods. I mean, there's BOTL and SOTL, the Brotherhood and Sisterhood of the Leaf. It's a very communal aspect now. Um, so it's just overall, it's, I think it's a great thing that, that we're, you know, that to, to be involved in, uh, obviously I'm not saying go out there and you got to buy a thousand cigars, but there you go. So it's, it's, it's a way, especially more recently, the past 20 years or so, it's a very communal thing instead of just, you know, old white men and then on the Titanic in the smoking room. Well, you I know. think times are changing as well yeah. because people are now getting into their hobbies. Everybody seems like they have a hobby now. It's, and there's a YouTube channel and there's a blog, there's, there's everything and everybody's, I don't want to say an expert, but thinks they're an expert. Well, kind of that is where the difficulty comes, even for somebody like me. I mean, you've seen my YouTube comments. Like, you know, everyone fact checks this and that. So if I'm even off a little bit, you know, it, it's not like in the old days where you were, just, you were a pontificator to the masses and they just listened to you. Now it's more like you got to know what the hell you're talking about. And so it's difficult. Um, but on the same t at the same time, it made the industry better because you couldn't fool people with the same old stuff anymore. Like, and with the rise of like these you know smaller companies your southern draws your roma crafts your uh, hvcs your illusiones your tatuajes 
it created competition. So like everyone has to be better now. Well, yeah, and definitely it's just like beers and whiskeys and everything else. Mm -hmm. Everything's getting better. It's getting amplified. It's it's a different taste and. And and not only that, it's just even marketing on back, you know, cigars, which unfortunately is a problem as well. It's, it's very limited. It's, yeah. it's just you're trying to reach to different people to enjoy something that, you know, some people say it's, oh, my God, it's so bad. But, you know, is it? It's an adult product. And it, it I mean, it is. I mean, tobacco is, you know, I don't know the the medical definition or the medical. Re Better slow down now before yeah. they take the video down. They're going to. But um, but it's like any uh, product that's geared towards adults, the same as alcohol, or, you know, what have you. Cigarettes, all that other fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, it's it's way different uh, than cigarettes. I, I, right, yeah. but you way, know what I mean. Yeah, right. adult no, no, stuff. yeah, it, it's and and uh, so yeah, that's that's essentially cigar industry in a nutshell. You've been able to smoke a few. Right. So now that we lit up the Jacob's ladder, which. Um, Right off the bat, definitely getting heavy spice because I know mm. we're getting that wrapper um, and that Nicaraguan tobaccos. Um, I'm really liking the smoothness of it, but I can definitely feel the heaviness of, of the cigar. A, a big trend, I want to say past 10 years, I mean, longer than that, I guess, for some cases, but really picking up the past 10 years or so, has been the ability for companies to distinguish between full body and full flavor. It's actually something that uh, Davidoff did very, very well, even with their more mellow cigars. Like, we don't have to make this powerhouse, knock you on your ass kind of cigar for you to have a lot of different flavors. Um, so it's been changing a little bit. However, with the Jacob's Ladder, I will say it is definitely both full flavor and full body. And for those of you, who, maybe that's something we could talk about really quick. Sure. Flavor and body. body well, that's, well that's, that's what I was gonna get into, because yeah. I think, you know, stepping back even more being a beginner, so we know what cigars are, right? So maybe what if we go into what, what should you be looking into for your first cigar? Should be, you know, should it be the wrapper? Should it be the size? Should it be, you know. This is where my personal opinion gets a little iffy because uh, I'm not a huge, huge fan of very mellow cigars. In fact, my, and I've said this before, my first mellow, my first cigar ever was a La Gloria Cubana Series R Maduro. I was just around smoking age. We'll leave it at that. Um, and that cigar, it, puts you on your ass, man. Especially back then, this was back when E.P. Carrillo was making it, it was strong, it was just a punch in the face of flavor. If I had smoked something mellow that first time, I would have been like, eh, this is, right. okay, whatever. So that's what really drew me to it. Like, wow, look at all this flavor and, 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 and all that kind of stuff. So and I'd also like to not cut you off there, yeah. but I'd also like to agree with you for my first time smoking cigars, you know, I'd have that Connecticut um, rapper that you know, mellow cigar, like a Monte Cristo white series and things yeah. like that. Um, I just didn't, it, it wasn't wowing me kind of thing because for, for my palate. Yeah. Um, so once you started giving me more of the Connecticut Broadleafs and like the Liga and the Yellow Rose and things like that, I was like, wow, this is, there's dimension to this instead of just smoking, right. you know, something that kind of just tastes throughout. Well, that's the thing, and that's why it's difficult uh, for someone who, who wants to get into it, is your palate is your palate, regardless of if you've had a cigar or not. I mean, yes, palates can change over time, um, but what your palate likes is what it likes, regardless of if you've had one or not. So if your palate is, like, you know, pre-coded to, like, old, strong, and someone's like, oh, you know what, try this Monte Cristo White. Excellent cigar, right. but in terms of power, strength, not that much there, and that's not what it's made for. 
But that could that figure like, oh, this is what a cigar is? Oh, all right. It's like smooth and everything, but I thought it was gonna be or on the flip side, if you like that smooth, creamy, nutty, sure. Monty White, Macanudo kind of cigar, and someone gives you one of these, right. it's gonna throw you off. So 100%. it is difficult. What I would suggest, and this is what I said even back when I worked in one of the stores, is try as many different wrappers as you can. Try as many different countries as you can. Try uh, this wrapper with this, and, and that's how you kind of pinpoint, like, all right, so I've tried four cigars. These two I really liked. What were the similarities? Oh, well, they both had darker wrappers. This one was Dominican, this one was, and then you kind of narrow it down. But at the same time, don't limit yourself, because like, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Cameroon wrappers, personally. Right. However, the H. Upman Vintage Cameroon and the Fuente Don Carlos use a Cameroon, those two cigars are among my favorites. Everything else is like, all right, I mean, it's good, it's just not my cup of tea, but those two, I don't know if it's how they're rolled or the exact blend they're using or the aging, those two hit me great. Right. So never limit yourself. Always try new things. That's well, number, one, number one piece of advice. Always try something new. So going on that, you know, so if you want to try something new and you don't want to break the bank, do you have suggestions for someone that can really have the opportunity of trying different things because like usually a lot of things just come in boxes right you should check out our top five budget smokes video uh, available at jrcigars.com and, JR and, yeah, and on our youtube page you can which you can we're it. actually going to get to that as well yeah. but besides the samplers because they are limited there's only a couple left so please go to jrcigars.com JR we're very limited on samplers um, and time so hurry up so you know what is what is your recommendation on that? Do you go to a store? I know JR Cigars only JR sells cigars. singles, uh, so you can sell singles online. Right, we stop doing that. But uh, <laughs> that's a um, too back to back to back. I would uh, for, if you're looking to. Well, it depends on how you're looking to enjoy cigars. If you're looking to listen, I want to get into it. I want to stock up. I want a bunch of different things in my humidor. I want to try to. I would definitely go uh, bundles first. Um, so. For example, the JR Alternative Bundles, we have a huge variety, different wrappers, different strengths, different countries. And uh, I don't know what the prices are now, but it's something like $60, $50 for 20 of them, okay. or 25 of them. Um, these bundles are great for a few reasons. One, they're good tobacco. Uh, remember what we talked about last week about aging and how aging really right. affects? So the big thing with the JR Alternatives is the tobacco is young. That's why it's cheap. I've had JR Alternatives, literally a, a $2 cigar that's with age for four or five years, that if you took that label off, I'd be like, this is a Davidoff. Like, you know, really? a, sm a smooth, you know, especially for their more mellow ones, with a little aging, they get to that, that kind of level. Uh, also the Edition Limitada, the, you know, the gold ones or the gold yeah, and black yeah, ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so these are good for a number of reasons. One, good quality tobacco, and they might not be the best super high end, but they give you an idea. So if you're smoking a alternative that uses a Connecticut wrapper over Dominican filler, you get an idea of like, all right, this is generally what Connecticut wrapper over Dominican filler cigars taste like. Like I said, there's going to be ones that are far better, the super high-end ones, a Davidoff, a Monte Cristo White. But you get an idea like, all right, I kind of like this, so the higher-end ones I'll definitely like. Right. So they're good for that. They're cheap. Obviously, they're sure. cheap. Um, and they're good humidor fillers. Now, when I say humidor fillers, when you're stocking up your humidor, which is you know the place, you know a box or a tabletop area where you keep your cigars in a humidified location, um, it's got to be a certain amount filled in order to work properly. So I always say, listen, get two bundles of this, fill up your humidor, leave them at the bottom, put, you know, if you want to put your higher end stuff on top and then, you know, it create, it fills up that space. And also 
you're 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 going to make your money back on them because now you're aging them. So now that sixty dollar cigar, you age it for two years, it was just sitting at the bottom of your humidor, light went up. Oh wow, this is amazing. Right. You know. So I always recommend if you're looking now, if you're looking to just one or two, you know, oh, you know, I'm golfing and with my father-in-law, uh, and he he want your your father-in-law smokes yeah, cigars. So yeah, definitely. I, I, I want something. Then then I would honestly probably recommend a higher end mellow cigar because if it turns out that your pal uh, like you don't want something strong it works out and if your pal does want something strong well there's nothing bad about a metal cigar it might not be exactly what you're looking for but you're not going to have you're not going to get dizzy you're not going right. to oh this is, the taste is so much there's so much going on so i always you know like i said monte cristo white uh macanudo is really good uh romeo reserve reals are very good in in that range so that's those those are what i would recommend for like you know your first first couple and, and you're the, in a well, in my, right. you're in a unique position where you know when i started in the industry I had to rely on, you know, cheap, you know, bundles and everything because I was buying them and I wanted stuff. You came in where you got to try some of these higher end ones off the off the bat. So, like, right. what are some of the cigars that you've been able to smoke that you've found that are some of your favorites so far? Well, yeah, I definitely like the Liga Provada Number Nine. I mean, how can you not like that? Um, then we have uh, the Yellow Rose that I just had um, with my actually with my brother-in-law. Had that with four roses. We talked about that's that a lot last of week. rose. A lot of rose. Um, Every rose, rose. Has but like story. also going back on the whole you know humidor situation. I, and another thing that I recommend because being new at it, you know, and being with the time that I have to take care mm. of a humidor, I thought an, another great thing was those Bovada bags because oh, yeah. it was really easy to kind of just. I have one on my desk. I just throw it in there with a couple packs. You never really have to have to worry about it as, as well. So that's that's another thing that I you know I would recommend as well. And another thing that I've been trying to do with my friends who are not really into cigar smoking is going in on a box or going in on something and, and making it a whole experience for everybody box to see. Box splitting is very popular. Right. So something to like get everybody involved in, and and that's what cigar smoking is all about is hanging out. You know, you don't. I mean, unless you're a lone dad and finally have time for yourself, really smoking by yourself. I wonder who that would be. Who is that? You're so alone. I'm so alone. Just, so, just this faint smell of diapers in the air. You have no idea. And burnt broccoli. Mmm, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> um, so that's, that's another thing that I, I recommend on my end is definitely, you know, if you're hesitant, you don't have the time to check the humidor and things yeah. like that is that bag and, and some Bovida packs as Honestly, well. Honestly, I might get in trouble for saying this, but at this point with the, where the technology is, desktop humidors, I mean, if you're going to buy them, you buy them at jrcigars.com. jrcigars.com. But uh, they're for to look nice. Right. Um, even those big wall units like the one we have right over there, I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're a box buyer, then yeah, I would, I would invest in something like that. But otherwise, Boveda bags, the case that, that we showed in my Humidor tour, they're super simple, they're cheap to maintain, and I've owned every different kind of Humidor under the sun, and with a Boveda pack in one of those airtight containers, and you don't even have to go get you know, this big Vertigo or Pelican case, you can literally just get a big, like those big, uh, for, like your, for, your, for your winter no, clothes, like you remember when your mom would right. switch out your clothes? Yeah, I, I actually, story. I, my wife and I, we live in a thousand square foot house, with two kids, can't fit anything. So we decided we switch out our winter and summer clothes. Hmm. I can't find my summer clothes in my storage unit. You're a, you're a I dad. You I only can't. have one kind of no, clothes. No, I got a lot of polos. No. Yeah. I, I got the dad polo, man. I, you know, I don't want to keep up that space in the winter. It's cold. <laughs> but do you remember that? Like, like, 
I, I don't do it now because I'm just a single fella. But do you right. remember like your parents like, oh, it's time. No, that's but what I do would, right now. But they would be, I, I am a parent. But there would be that week or two where it's like, oh, we're going to switch out your clothes. We're like, oh, but it, like, then all of a sudden a random Thursday, oh, it's kind of cold today. That's the worst. And you that's, put all my sweaters and my nice well, hoodies away. That's the thing. You I'm always khaki shorts and it's 50 the, degrees. The, the 100% in sandals. Oh, I don't, I don't wear sandals. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't well, roll that way. I'm a dad. Yeah. Uh, that's but, what worse. Dad wears sandals with socks. That's a dad. No, I'll never do that. Or I will never do white that. My dad new balance. Does that. All I, white my dad new has balance. that too. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't look. You should at have him. seen my dad in Italy. White New Balance T-shirt. The brand new too, right? Oh, brand new. Had to. Dad jeans, like like big jeans. Oh yeah. Like they're big jeans. A T-shirt. He had a straw hat and a map. This is 2012 wow. in Italy. I'm like, you, where are we going? You know, funny about maps is that. Funny, when, funny story about maps. My cartographer. <laughs> my father, instead of just telling me, giving me the address, and knowing that I'm going to follow the GPS to go down to North Carolina. That he brings out a map and he's like, so you're going to go take Route 81 to 301, but that's what time you're going to go. You might want to go around this way. And I'm like, that no, I'm like, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Yep. That's, that's great. Wonderful. Why do you have a map? <laughs> like, are you saving this? Are you a collector? Dude, I started driving this National right. National Treasure, like Shit, 2063. It's a map to my house. <laughs> uh, I started driving right when, like, Google Maps, like, was an, like, was an app. And I remember one time, like, like I had my old track you are phone lucky. where you had, lucky. you had to buy the minutes, like at Walmart, you went right. and bought, bought the minutes. And I had to go pick my brother up somewhere and I had to have a map. And I think I just went home. I'm like, I think I just, I'm like, just call a cab. Like, I'm not coming out there. I don't know what this is. I don't know where you are. Uh, and, they, and he's still mad at me. He's still there. He's been wow. somewhere. And I, I think, I want to say he was in like South Jersey. He's still there. It's you know, 15 years later. So he's like the guy from, um. Tom Hanks movie. What? Uh, Private Ryan. No. <laughs> yeah, he could be. Yeah. You're right. Well, he's he in the military. Be. God yes. bless. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Take your hat off. Sure. Right. No, put it on. You do. Oh, now your hair looks weird. My hair is weird. Um, what the hell were we talking about? I have about? no idea what we're talking oh, about. Oh, containers. Oh, you buy the, the winter summer right. containers. Um, yeah, dude. And Bovida, perfect. Awesome. Perfect. So going on, we're going to go to our segment, Don't Do This. So, Nick, you working in the store, you had some in, you know, interesting customers come in and uh for this is a good thing to, to say to our new saying interesting customers is like saying like oh you've had some really interesting patients at like at graystone <laughs> like you had some probably had some very unique patients at the psych ward uh no we have uh, our loyal customers that, that i've known for years and then you've had you had some characters but uh my num one of my number one faux pas about uh, when you're when you're in a cigar store it's like cigar store etiquette um, cause all it is, is an, e it's, it's an ego thing. It's you trying to look cooler is you take the cigar still in the cellophane and like, Oh, let me see that one. You give it, hmm. it's like, like smelling there's, wine. There's nothing you can smell. There's no smell. It's like smelling a bottle of wine still closed. It's like going to, it's like taking the cork and taking the bottle and just sticking that it water up your nose. Smells so fresh. Wow. It must be from Maine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or Poland. I wonder if they actually do it in Poland. That would be so far to Polish travel water. water. Why would you want to have water That's a far so distance for, for water to travel. Do you think they have a pipe? I mean, I'm sure they have at least one. Uh -huh. uh, but I, I can't, it, you can't, first of all, if, if you're that inexperienced to, to know that you can't smell it through the cellophane, even if there wasn't cellophane, you didn't know what the hell you're, you were looking for. 
and you that's would have the next no thing idea. too. It's like what do you, what do you you know? I understand smelling it, you get a different smell on different cigars, but is there really that vast of a different smell between like to be like, oh, this is going to be a good one? The smell before you when out when you're when you're smoking the cigar, uh, the aroma has a lot to do with it because of the uh, how your nasal passages and your and your like smell centers are connected to your taste buds and how right. all that works. Uh, the example I always give: if you close your nose like this and you bite into an onion and you bite into an apple, they're going to taste the same. Have you ever tried that? No. No. I think you'd taste the same. I, I would taste the same? I would. T <laughs> That's terrible. You're gross. Um, but, however, what I look for, this is really, this is my own weird thing. I don't, this is not based upon what other experts or anybody else, is when I smell a cigar that turns out to be really good and kind of what I'm looking for is as I smell it, it's not like, oh, I smell chocolate or I smell this. I get a tingle right here when I smell a really good cigar. And I don't, I don't know what it's from. I don't know if it's maybe because I only like stronger smokes. So maybe that's why it tingles. But I get a tingle right here in the upper part of my nose. Does your nose move? Does it do like it, it the... It does a little uh, twitch. What's that show? The Will Ferrell. They remade it. Will Ferrell and Nicole Kidman was in it, I think it was. Oh, uh, Shepard, uh, the witch. The witch one. Uh, Bewitched. Bewitched. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't know what you're talking about. She did the dee -dee 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 with the nose. She did dee -dee 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 -dee. That's Well, she that was the noise in the background as her nose went like As her that. noise went? Her nose. What did she do with it? Was she casting a spell? Uh, yes, I think. Was she? I oh, yeah. So. Cr Secret Chris knows all about the... Secret Chris knows everything. Those great witch shows of the late 60s. He's got to know something. <laughs> I mean, he knows how to get us a lighter, which you didn't know. Well, you know, and also <laughs> knows not how to spill water. Yeah. That was... Oh, man. We had a, we had a flood. Um, but yeah, My so that's what I look that. for, and that's, I just can't stand, and dude, sometimes they'll shove it up, they'll shove that's it disgusting. up there, and I'm like, that's what, do you mine it for gold? You're trying to find the last little bit of brains you have left? That's terrible. I know, so that's my big thing, do not do that, you look stupid, it is stupid, it makes no sense, and also, don't do it even when there's no cellophane, because now you're just rubbing your nostrils on a cigar that you might not buy. Just looking into the camera right now Dude, and be like, people, don't do this. It's like, it's like licking an apple at the supermarket, like, oh, that, that's not going to be a good one. Put it back on the pile. Yeah. I know. Oh. oh, you're so gross right now. Oh, I, got, I definitely got to wash a lot it. of apples when I get home. I know. Oh, yeah, we, went, we got produce we, today. We did, but I got, get, I got it in the bag. You got to be a real scumbag to open the bag up and lick an apple. Yeah, that's, we're talking about scumbags. So, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> So my, my note of the day, don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. All right, so we're now, what, a third, or I am? You, you are, are. I'm going quickly on this. You're, You're going a little quicker than this. Um, I'm definitely getting chocolate notes. I'm feeling the power. I got the you power. Look at your pupils are dilated. I got the power. Uh, I do love this, you know, being that uh, I have done other tobacco products in my life. I like the full power getting that nice little relaxation feeling. You know, you feel you know, nice and tidy and mm. warm inside. You know what I always wanted to try? Well, first of all, I, I know that there's a product out there named Snuff. Now, is that what the guys it's, did in the 1800s when they, when they had in the little thing and they would take it out and put it like on their handkerchief and they would do that? Is that, what, is that Snuff? I thought that was cocaine. No, they did not do that. That's not what they were doing. Thomas Jefferson was not blowing lines. There's, he definitely was. Oh, man, well then, good for him, I guess. I mean, like, how do you think he got all his ideas? Cocaine? Since when is cocaine the great idea maker? Uh, have you ever seen Blow? Yeah, that guy got went to jail. Well, that's well, how many now, good ideas Thomas, did he have? Thomas Jefferson, you know, they didn't have jail back then. Of course they, dude. You would go to jail if you owed somebody money. Like they had debtors' prison. Well, well that's why you're a history major, and I'm the film guy. You know, I live in a fantasy world. You live in the real world. 
honestly, though, in our actual lives, you have a much more real life than I do. Because you have, well, like, real life it's responsibilities. Interesting. It's interesting how life, life, life throws you a curveball. Yeah, it does. That and just I, like your curveballs, you can hit it anytime. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> uh, I think it's time. I'm feeling a little random, Greg. A little razzle-dazzle? I, I think it's time for a little razzle-dazzle. Interesting. So, Game of Thrones was over the weekend. I know you are a fan, but not a fan. You, you read up on it. I, you read the books? No. Uh, <laughs> Don't only watch a I, couple. I mean, ran, random or secret Chris only watches one episode, and that's it. You know, that's crazy to me. I watch, you know what I watched yesterday? This is going to make you so mad, because this is all I watched yesterday, is I watched a YouTube compilation video of the- People uh, opening boxes? Ten, oh God, you hate it. I know you do. Ten most satisfying Game of Thrones death scenes. There's nothing wrong with that. But I watched them all, so now I know, like- You know everything. I know uh, Did, uh, Bolton, Ramsey. Yes. Oh, that guy was- oh, he got, he got, uh, The one guy died in the toilet. The guy- the father. Oh, yeah, the father. He got father cross, died in the toilet. Yeah. That was awesome. We should, by the way, you should, Secret Chris, you should put spoiler alert for, uh, for Game of Thrones as a, in, the, in the description or something. Okay. You know, for that one guy like me, like, oh, I was going to start this weekend. Or, or the one guy like you and just read the whole entire Avengers plot. I uh, read one sentence. So going, on to, <laughs> so going on to the Game of Thrones, I know everybody was, you know, moaning and groaning. Apparently you're supposed to have this awesome ultra HD TV to be able to view this dark, dark show. I was a little annoyed in the beginning. I had to change the settings on my TV. But you're a film guy, so you should know all this. I do know this, but I also know as a film guy that you can see in the dark when you're a viewer. So if, someone, so <laughs> if it's nighttime, you're not going to see a black screen now, are you? But I think that was the point. They want to make no, it realistic. So I read an article or someone sent it to me and I stopped reading it because it was so geeked out that I had to stop, <laughs> that it, you needed some ultra HD TV screen. So now I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna get past that. All right, I understand how you filmed it. I get it, you know, how it looks. It's dark, it's fighting, it's, you know, it's supposed to be the long night. My problem about the whole show is that only B characters died. See, that is where me and you vastly disagree. And one of the reasons I don't watch the show is because I know like you'll follow this awesome character oh this guy like the guy from remember the guy from Narcos the the, yes. the, the guy from Narcos was in was in a, something the, all their names Oberin, Oberin, I don't, you probably anyway. know better than I do so the guy from Narcos was in it and like like he was like a prince or some knight and he was like yeah. a good guy and everyone he had like a revenge plot he's gonna get the bad guys and everyone all years like oh he faced off against this the freaking mountain. guy he's the one that's gonna do it he was in a show for one year he almost beat the the, the, the mountain. mountain and then just put that so he a whole cocky. year of like, how oh, he's going to do it. Oh, and he's just He got now. real cocky. Um, they killed Sean Bean, the, which I know isn't which new. Which was fantastic. I know it's not a new it thing. Sean Bean usually dies. Yes. But like they built, they, they was almost like, they built him as like, this is a show about Sean Bean and dragons. And then by season two, like this is a show where maybe soon you'll see dragons. <laughs> there was no dragons. Yeah. I was thinking, was it, oh, was it? Yeah. They had the eggs that came out so oh, long ago. Oh, those big avocados? Delicious. I hate them. I, I Do you know they're like soup? Like they're they're dying. Avocados are going going away. Why? It takes like apparently it takes so much water to grow them. There's not enough water. So what's everybody gonna do? They're gonna freak out. What's everyone gonna Instagram at brunch? They're, they're gonna be like, oh my god, no avocado toast. Oh my god. I can't believe it. But I love the ending. I thought it was pretty badass. 
I actually called it. I called it that she was going to take Braun's face, but then realized Braun needed to die. So that went away. But at least I called Arya getting getting the you win. You know what? I, here's, here's one the, thing that made me The final finish. Is I, read an, I read an article today um, about... Uh, uh, is, uh, what's her name, Arya? Yeah. Is Arya Stark, I think it's called like a Mary Sue, which is a tro- a character trope where uh, a female character like has no weaknesses or like, like is perceived as like, as like perfect, like she, like she has no like, pers- like bad personality quirks. And I'm like- She's so strange, of course she has I'm quirks. I'm like, yeah, but like also, first of all, she's a assassin. Right. So right off the bat, not the best moral ground, so there's one personality issue. And also she's been through a lot. She's she had, she's been she's, through, she's a through a lot. I'm wondering. Was it, she was blind for a bit. Yes. She was blind. She um, definitely had uh, the other assassin trying to kill her. Yeah. I really, my prediction is that the man with no face shows up in one of these episodes at the end of Game of Thrones. Who's the man with no face? The man with no face taught is her. Is it secret, Chris? Taught, no, it's not secret, Chris. Oh. Chris has a face. Oh. Chris, where'd you go? Oh, that would be hilarious. No, I think he's gonna. he's the guy that trained her how to be... They had a to put faces person. on Right, you, yeah. you are no one. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I was thinking about starting to watch it, and then after I watched those 10 death scenes, Well, you're going like, to start. Ah, you should start. It's tough. You should. I know, but it's like... <sighs> I mean, you are a little late to the game. I am, I, and I'm okay with that. I mean, I just, I watched Magnum P.I. for the first time a year ago. Crushed it. Crushed it in a weekend. You should try to compare Magnum P.I. to Game of Thrones. No, no, there's no way Game of Thrones compares. So, um... Dude, uh, you... This this podcast really stopped. Like, <laughs> you're gonna compare a bunch of people with swords to Tom Selleck? Get out of this podcast. You, I think you're stuck in the '90s. First of all, it was in the '80s. Well, but for you to watch it, you ha- you sh- you need to be older. No, you can't be ten watching. I mean, I watched it. I was fine at ten. No, it wasn't on. It was already over. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what you're like, saying. Like, what I'm saying is... No, Jacob's ladder has gone straight to your head. It has. What I'm saying is, is that as a 10-year-old, you're not going to watch Magnum P.I. when it came out. So you're going to watch Dude, it in I the watched, 90s. You should watch it in the 90s because you're now older. I watched it make Private Ryan in the theater at 7. Yeah, well, that's why you're... That's, that's yeah, why I you're mean, there's a lot of issues. I am definitely not a Mary Sue character. I got a lot of shit going on. But, um... Yeah. What, what, uh, something. Something. Yeah. Uh, oh, so yeah, so but you didn't like the episode, or, or you? What, what, I liked. I liked it. it. I, give us a grade. I would. Um, I'd give it a seven out of ten. I thought you would have liked the darkness being a film major. I would have had no problem with the darkness. It I liked that. a lot of the ideas. I liked it. I think I need to rewatch it. That's my next problem. Um, get set up. Get it all colored, figured out. Because you have so much free time. Now. So much free time to go spend an hour and a half. Uh, I even ripped watching movies. I started watching Bohemian Rhapsody last night, and the service that I get free TV from, I forgot to upgrade it, so 11.30, and one of the most critical parts of the movie just stopped. So, I don't know where we You could just, you know, now. like, Wikipedia, it was, he was a pretty, pretty open story. I, well, I, I, I know what happened. I just liked it for the acting performance. He was great. He really he was. was. He was. He's going to be the new Bond villain. Yes, I heard. Ooh, He's going to be good. I'm very excited. He's going to be good. So, going from the razzle-dazzle to pairing is caring and sticking with the Game of Thrones um, theme here, we picked some cigars for some Game of Thrones characters. Now, I will say this was mostly Greg, because as you know, I do not watch the show. I aided a little bit as I could. 
but uh, otherwise, this was a lot of a lot of Greg's picks. Well, it was fun too because one, which you know you're going to get into a little bit more, is that you know there's a lot of cigars out there that I thought the name was pretty badass. That now I can be like, oh, we'll just think about this, this you know, talk about the cigar and mm. have the opportunity of of smoking one. So I have had. The Jon Snow cigar, which is long live the king, because well, he did get stabbed. We, and he we is could the have king. picked any we could have Caldwell. Picked any. We could have <laughs> picked, picked any, but I figured any Caldwell would have worked. I figured it's because he died in the show and then came back to life. Oh, for Arya, I had another. Mm. Well, we can go with it. No, we already we already have a I, plan. Yeah, but it's it's not planned. I, we can go off the cuff. That's okay. I'm not wearing cuffs today. You're you don't know what you don't know what past the elbow means. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> you have no clue what a past the elbow shirt looks like. No, I do. I've never seen you past I've the elbow. Shot, I shoot weddings. I know how to do You know, I got all the cufflinks. I know, you know. You master. wear cufflinks when you're shooting a wedding? No, when I'm in weddings. Oh. So I know, I know past it, and that's it. <laughs> the rest is best shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, I've seen you at barbecues. <laughs> so uh, going to... Pale-ass dad legs. <laughs> the, delicious. Those legs that haven't seen the light of day in three years. No, golfing, which, yeah, that was three years ago. Yeah, when was the last time you golfed? So anyway, going on. <laughs> uh, Daenerys, I went with God of Fire Serie B. I don't know anything about the cigar. The God so of Fire, it's, it. it's kind of cool. It's, uh, it's a line of cigars made by the uh, Fuente family um, in conjunction with uh, Prometheus, which is a very high-end accessory maker. They make very high-end lighters, humidors, and such. Um, and it is, Prometheus kind of sponsored this line of cigars. And they would, they would go back and forth. Uh, between blends, like Carlito have one and Carlos would have one, and they were basically competing with each other, father versus son. Um, so they have some Maduros, they have Cameroons, they have a whole a whole array, but they're very high end, very limited, very hard to find. They've become a little bit more available uh, in recent years. You can get them on our website, jrcigars.com. Um But a very limited cigar. But yeah, God of Fire. She's the dragon baby or she's something. Dragon queen. Dragon queen. Is that her? That's her title. I guess so. Yeah, so, should, so there you go. She's Goddess dead. of Fire. Boom. Whoa. Cancel it. We're done. We're done. Go home, Chris. Walk out. Uh, next, we got Arya Stark, and you had an idea. I want you to go with it. Uh, the blind man's bluff. Wow. Because she was blind one time for like a half episode. Yes. From what and I remember. she was able to fight. Yeah, but I mean, like a lot of people can do that. What about uh, Denzel Washington in that movie? The, something of oh, Book of uh, Eli. Book of Eli. Yeah, he was blind with and a shotgun. Daredevil. Denzel Washington was not in Daredevil. That was no, Denzel. I know, but I'm saying people oh, that are people, blind. Oh, just people who were blind fighting. I know Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I also had Gurkha Assassin. The Gurkha Assassin does work as so well. So that was one. And then um, I know she uses her sword uh, needle, so we went tattoo. The, the Tatuaje tattoo, tattoo tat needle. Yes. Yeah. That's a lot of tat. Yeah. That's, I mean, the tat Tatuaje means tattoo, so it's the uh, tattoo tattoo needle. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. All right, fantastic. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Cersei, we went with the Dirty Rat. Yeah, because she dirty is. Rat. You she, Dirty Rat. She is. I, and it's a shame because I liked her as an actress. She was in 300. Yeah. I think she was in the, the Sarah Connor Chronicles or, or the, that Terminator show that was on TV for a while. No I, idea. Yeah, I, I think she. I don't she, have time to watch that stuff. This, this was before you had kids. This is way before you had, It was like early 2000s. I was thinking about having kids. So no, that's you why weren't. Probably... You were thinking about strikeouts and ladies. This is 2000. They, that wasn't too. It was like, it was, yeah, it was on, uh, what, like Spike TV or, or the Sci Fi Network. It was, or no, it was on Fox. It was on Fox. 
I thought it was like 2010, 2011. Uh, it, was was when I was in, it was before 300. It was before 300. I was in my, the men's league hitting bombs, one. Yeah, I'm sure you were. She was in, Dread too. She was in that, the Judge Dredd remake, just known as Dredd. Who said that? Uh, I think it was Secret Chris. Oh. I don't know where he is. Where is he? It's a voice of God. <laughs> we should do a cigar for Chris. What do you mean? Pair cigar for Chris. Oh. Not yet, because he's not in Game of Thrones. We can't tell you what the cigar is, because it's a secret. <laughs> uh, Tyrion, we went with Eloense Corona Gorda. Uh, yeah, because, you know, he's a small, wise man. I, I think he's my favorite character from what I've seen. I definitely agree. Because he's very... Un- like, everyone... Ke- I, see, that's also a problem I have with the show, is how many years and seasons and dead people does it take before people start stop underestimating like oh he's short he can't do anything yeah, just like la- except for killing everyone who's bothered him just like that last episode they wanted him to go down the crypt they they wanted know, him to hide yeah they wanted him to hide they didn't even allow him to be up there he's like well i was there at the battle of blackwater and it's like well, he's like an underdog team like going into the final four of march madness and they're like i don't know man like dude they got here like yeah, I, I don't. They got here. Like, how much you gonna? How much you gonna keep? Like, uh, blow him and him away. Like, he got the season eight. He did. He got the season. He got eight. the season eight. Narcos guy didn't get the season I'm, eight. I'm one, Sean Bean didn't get the season. He did eight. not. A lot of people didn't get. The a season lot eight. of people didn't get the, that creepy guy with the mustache. Didn't get the season eight. Little finger. Little finger didn't get the yes, season eight. Well, he was a creep. Like he. Charles died. Dance, who was the guy who died in the toilet, the famous British. Uh, yes. He didn't get the season eight. No. He didn't deserve to either. Rob Stark didn't Rob get the season Stark eight. In Bodyguard, if you watch Bodyguard, I heard good things. Awesome. First of all, have you seen the movie with Kevin Costner? No. With Whitney Houston, best-selling Ghost? Ghost. No, none of them were in Ghost. That's Patrick Swayze, Patrick Swayze, and Whoopi Goldberg, and Demi Moore were in Ghost. Bodyguard was a. Uh, the album had a. Uh, Oh, and I will right. always love it. Was the be- yeah. It's still the best selling movie sound. Anyway, he's a bodyguard for, uh, in the show. But, and then Rob Stark has a bodyguard show now where he's a bodyguard right. for like a, po- a British politician yes. or something. Fantastic. But these are, these are heavy hitters who did not get to season eight. The guy from New Jersey is there, though. Yes. Guy from New Jersey. 100%. From, from Morristown, New Jersey. He's yep. in season eight. Definitely. Give him a sword. Let him, let him screw some shit up. Absolutely. Let him do it. So, going on, we're going to go into our final third of the cigar. What are we getting, Nick? Um, definitely a lot richer at this point. We're having, and I'm going to tell you, we're probably having slightly different experiences because of, like I said, the Lancero, how the size works. This is my definite preferred size of this cigar. Um, the only issue I have with it, and this is not anything to how it's made, this is just this size in particular, is they do tend to burn much faster. And now obviously right. you can see the size of it, how thin it is. It is going to burn faster. I wish I had, I mean, because I'm, I'm a little past halfway. You're, you're just before halfway. Right. You have a lot more to go. Um, but a lot richer. Uh, the spice has kind of dissipated a little bit and evolved like more of a sweet spice now. Right. But those signature notes that I look for in a Maduro, those chocolate, espresso, uh, earthy, leathery tones, still there in full force, but very well balanced. All the flavors are working with each other instead of just this cacophony of bullshit that like, you can't handle. Right, and I, I realized with these wrappers as well, I don't think it goes very well with coffee. Like, it just, it just some and reason... They, that's, this is, is the wrapper that goes well I, with coffee. I know, but for me, it doesn't. Yeah, but you don't... You, you, do you drink coffee? Yeah, I drink coffee every morning. What do you put with it? Just a little, little creme. Oh, that's why. You're, you're drinking, drinking lady coffee. What did you drink this morning? Black. 
Yeah. Black. I saw that Dunkin' Donuts. On oh no! Well, that was that wasn't a coffee. That was a that was like a a, a morning dessert. That was well, a yeah. that was a caramel decaf iced latte. That but that's not. I wouldn't. If somebody said, "What are you drinking?" I'm not gonna say coffee. Yeah. Why decaf? Because I didn't want to go to the bathroom. What? <laughs> What's the point of drinking coffee? Because I wanted something sweet and savory. So I wanted the so decaf with, like, iced caramel latte. Chocolate, chocolate milk. I'm not a child. <laughs> chocolate milk's delicious. I have, when I have my after I work out in the morning, I have my protein with chocolate milk. See. Yeah, but that's different. That's that's part of a routine. This was enjoyment. I wanted to enjoy just, my, my Wednesday morning. Because of maybe the acid, like the acid, the acidity from the coffee mixing with the wrapper, it just kind of, for me, takes away from it. You need to try a bold, rich coffee, but with the appropriate amount of sugar in it. Okay. Not cream, just sugar. Um, when we did a cigar tasting at, at Nick Perdomo's factory, uh, we tasted like three different blends of three different wrappers. A shot of espresso with a good amount of sugar is actually a natural palate cleanser. Right. So, and that's, dude, that kind of coffee, well, then rich, that, that bold, makes, savory. Right. I'm sure my Maxwell House coffee is good Yeah, you're buying like old Folgers. I got to buy it in bulk. You buy chock full of nuts somewhere. and then you put money in the can you know, and funny. put it on top of your fridge I'm, for, for takeout. I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> this is the first time I had chock full of nuts this morning. For when, you, for when the pizza guy comes and your wife's like, oh, just get the can. It's on top of the fridge and that's how you pay for your Domino's. I don't get Domino's. Uh, stop. I don't get, get Domino's. I never get Domino's. He's so offended. Uh, He's so bad. Stop. No way, no how I'm getting Domino's. Newman's frozen pizza. Delicious. What the? I mean, like Paul Newman? No, like the brand Newman. Like Newman, like the salad dressing? Yes. That's Paul Newman. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right, well, learn God, something new read every day. A book. No. Readings, readings. <laughs> or at readers. least read the nutritional facts in the back of the freaking salad dressing. <laughs> But it tells you the story what, that Paul what, Newman started. What is started. the first ingredient? Is Paul Newman? Yeah. Oh. The love of Paul Newman. Come on, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Cool I, Hand I, Luke? All I know is sports, golf, and Game of Thrones. That's all I got. You were a film major. Yeah, I didn't even read. I didn't even I watch, didn't the watch whole, any of the movies. I didn't even watch the whole thing of Pulp Fiction. Okay. Well. That's the problem. It explains a lot about you and how you'll choose But I do love life. There Will Be Blood because my son's initials is H.W., so, so when you start your tycoon business, it was a big thing <laughs> when um, my son, I, I knew I was going to have a son. I was like, well, even before I knew I was going to have a son, I was like, I need to name my kid H.W. I need when, to have the initials H.W. When you and your son go door to door selling your used copies of so, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Right. Well, when, <laughs> when, so I can go, this is my son, H.W. I drink your milkshake. I will drink your milkshake. So... Going on, um, uh, so you're freaking you, you're in trouble. You need you I, need help. <laughs> I need more than help. I, it was funny because my wife's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go watch it." I'm like, "No, you're not. Nope, don't watch it. Don't oh, watch cause podcasts." Because <laughs> a lot of bad shit happens to HW. Well, no, it's you know I don't want her thinking that I don't. I I hate my life. I don't. I love my life. What does that have to do with the movie? I'm talking about like the fact that I don't watch anything. We're really all over the place right you now. You are. I thought I was talking about age. I think it's a cigar. I'm feeling loosey goosey. You are. You look. Your face is red. Is it? Yeah, a little bit. It's that I Hungarian mean, in you. It's that, that's that it. sweet paprika coming to the surface. That's it. <laughs> that when I get paprika. high, it just starts to <laughs> just puffs of paprika. You know, it's just like oh, there it goes. Oh, I'll put it on my salad. <laughs> Ew. I know. Um, uh, so, what are you? You didn't tell me what's your what's your. Uh, definitely getting uh, cocoa. Um, coffee flavor. I like the word rich, definitely very rich right now. I'm still getting a little bit more 
spice because I think it's filled more with you know the Nicaraguan tobacco inside. Mm. So I'm getting. Well, you have much more filler, right? So the ratio is very different. So that's I'm still getting that, but not harsh, smooth. I'm a fan. He really went. You know, I was a fan of the under of the uh, the Southern Draw line from before this cigar. But I was a, let's say, call it a casual fan. You know, I had met Robert a few times. He'd give me the, the Firethorn and the Quick Draw. And they were, they were very, very good cigars. But unfortunately, not unfortunately, but, you know, what I do in the, in the industry and how the industry has grown is I, I, you need to keep, now when I say me, I mean cigar nerds in general. You need to keep me interested. You know, you need to keep me, because uh, there's so many different brands out there that are doing so well. Like, if you're just another face in the crowd, like, uh, you know, what's, what's the point? Right. This was... A, I agree. A crowd turner. This, this was a definitely a total... Because I had the kazoo. He, he solidified this, his this, place right. with this cigar. A hundred percent. You know, it's bold. It, it's something different from everything else that he has. It's like I said, it's, it's probably the strongest cigar out there right now that I thoroughly enjoy. There's a lot of strong cigars out there. I think it's uh, stronger than like the Total Slus DS. I think it's stronger than the Mikadita. I think it's stronger than the Wense. And I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing, but in terms of pure strength, this is, in my mind, the best cigar out there that is also insanely strong. Like, because right. it, it is, it's insanely strong. I've had you know, my old mentor Felix, who this guy smokes four opus, opus X's before bed. He had one of these and I had to like take a seat. Like, they are insanely strong. Oh, definitely. I'm glad I'm sitting right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I th- out of all the cigars that you told me that would knock me on my tuchus, this is it. This is the one cigar. I don't lie, man. This is That's it. That's false. I lie a lot. Or yeah. don't I? I don't know. See? Mm. Secret Chris. Secret Chris. I was actually going to say that. <laughs> um, also, we should go into the, the actual name, why he called it Jacob's Ladder as well, is that his uh, son, Ethan, Ethan Jacob, mm-hmm. um, named after him, and then also the... Jacob's ladder between was heaven. Hell, yeah, it's heaven a it's hell. a biblical reference. Um, as we, Robert Holt is a very devout man. Actually, his his title for his the company is chief evangelist. Um, so he's a very, you know, and that's that's nice to see. You know, religion it plays a big part, and he's able to uh, morph it into like these these, and also have, it's a very personal thing. So it's not just like you know, oh, you know, Psalms twenty six, like it's just some random passage. It holds deep meaning to both the cigar and his own personal life, which I find very unique. So we're also we- creepy as hell movie with Tim Robbins from the 90s. You were telling me about it. Oh my God. If you have a chance on a Saturday night, have a few drinks and watch Jacob's Ladder. Uh, it was like, it was like one of those creepy college movies like Donnie Darko right. or uh, what was the one when everyone was on heroin? Uh, Damon Wayne's was in it. No, not Damon Wayne. One of the Wayne's uh, was in it. Marlon Wayne's was in it. And Jared Leto was in it. Uh, Secret Chris, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and they were I know all, exactly they were all like about. wigging out. Yeah. It was so creepy. Leave in the comments the name of the movie. Yeah. Maybe you'll get something. Maybe, maybe you maybe, won't. Maybe. Maybe you we'll won't. We'll send you a signed copy of that movie. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, who is On this guy? On VHS. <laughs> like, Dude, rad. I had, oh, I'm going to ruin it now, but I had a great idea for a company where we get celebrities to sign random shit, and then like we sell sign. it. What's, what sign? Like my filming sign downstairs. Yeah, but I'm talking even more random because that has something to do with like what people. I'm talking about like getting Andy Samberg to sign a baseball, or Derek Jeter to sign like a Frank Sinatra cassette holder. Like just have a celebrity. Because guess what? 
How many baseballs did Derek Jeter sign? Millions. Thousands, millions. How many Frank Sinatra Live at the Sands 1968 cassettes did Derek Jeter I sign? Exactly the year and where. One. Well, I have a copy of the album. Oh. It's freaking awesome. But what a great, you know, what, like, would you buy a CC Sabathia signed video copy of Three Ninjas? Do I get to watch Three Ninjas? Three Ninjas are so good. Uh, weren't they? Uh, do you know, all, do you know the names of all Three Ninjas? No, of course not. I it was I Rocky, uh, Colt, and Tum Tum. My brother's going to be so proud if he listens to this. That was one of our big movies. Yeah. Rocky loves Emily. Rocky loves Emily. I remember that movie. I used to reenact it and, and fight. I think Hulk Hogan was, there was one when they were like at an amusement park and like Hulk Hogan had to help him. I don't know. I can't get any more. Three ninjas, brother. <laughs> Um, so going on to our, we did our final third of the cigar, so we're going to go into our lovely rant at the end. Do we want to put in where we can get, um, Jacob's Ladder before we get into that lovely rant? Well, uh, obviously boxes of Jacob's Ladder are available at, at jrcigars.com. all one word, dot com, type it into your browser. But also we have a few of our social media top samplers, uh, that have a Jacob's Ladder in them, um, including the most one of our most recent ones, the uh, top five powerhouse cigars. And then in top five cigars should be number one, mm -hmm. and then top ten full-bodied cigars. So if you go to yeah. social media collections um, and look for those numbers, or type in SMSMP, then the number. Yeah, and then we'll have the, also the links we'll right. Link. Uh, if you check our YouTube page, I, I, we'll I, have I all the links. I finally want to do it because you guys do it, and then you tell me. First to First of all, it's not it. you guys; it's I, me, guys. It is you. Yeah. So me putting it into into the bottom. Yeah. So final rant. Any rants? Anything? Uh, I don't know. I've been ranting this whole episode, kind of. I mean, a little uh, bit, but you know. Do you have one, one of those things? What, what's I, yours? And I'll play off of yours. Play off mine. Rant. I wasn't even. See, this is the one thing I didn't prepare for. I have everything written down except it's podcast. Part. We don't it prepare. You don't prepare. No, 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 no preparation. No, no rant. No preparation. H. That's my rant. What about <laughs> <laughs> that? It doesn't work. I mean. <laughs> It doesn't work. Listen, we can have a whole podcast. We on could that. have a whole podcast. <laughs> sneaky wipes into the bathroom. <laughs> sneaky Chris with his sneaky wipes. <laughs> um, well, you gotta have some. Come on, you're 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 a. What I was gonna say you're a single dad for some reason. Well, you're a single dad working hard, working hard for the money. How, how, how worse could your, your life get? Your wife cannot hear me say that, or she's gonna no. kill me. No. Then you. One hundred percent. Yeah, we're both dead men. Mm. Dude, this last little inch, it's getting it. Gotta get it. I'm, I'm so loosey goosey. I mean, you're, I also, a, you're also a Mets fan, so like, how much more do you have to say, really? I will. <laughs> how rant. much more can you rant? Jarius Familia needs to stop pitching. That's one. I even stopped watching that already. <laughs> I'm, I'm 20, 27, 28 games in. I can't even stand watching them. And then I look at the whole NL East, and everybody's neck and neck, which doesn't make any sense. What is going on right now? I don't know, but the Yankees are winning with a bunch of people that I've never heard of. It's really unbelievable. The other day I looked at their roster and I was on it. <laughs> it's like Nick Libretti center field. Like, all right, I guess I'll show up. And guess what? We won 11-5. It's so annoying. But we beat the Giants. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's true. I'm really... I'm You're really, losing, I'm, man. I'm, I'm really like, I'm ready to go to bed. I know. And it's not even... Oh, I don't know. I'm not going to tell them what time it is. I want it to be a secret. Secret, Chris. Secret, Chris. Don't tell what time. Mmm... <laughs> <laughs> Chris better not like, I'm like quit so soon or we have, we're gonna, we have to have a whole new well, secret whoever, fella. Whoever the person is, we're still going to call Quiet him Chris. Kyle. It'd be like, Leslie started us. Oh, secret Chris <laughs> behind the camera. Uh, 
Wow. Shy Sam. I'm so relaxed. I know. I know. Maybe we don't have a rant this time. We don't have to rant every time. We don't. I, I, I think we read that enough for this episode. Well, we want more comments from you guys. Let us know what you think we're doing right, what we think we're doing wrong. We're going to delete the ones about what we're doing wrong, but we'll, we'll read them first, but we don't want anyone else to see it. And we'll probably edit everything that we did wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a whole section in there we probably had to take out. <laughs> Um, but uh, definitely, as uh, more shows go on, we'll get more into a flow of talking back and forth. This is really just trying to get everybody... I feel like we always start slow, and then we hit it. We do. We hit it. I think because I get a little bit more involved, because it's more in my yeah, level... Yeah, just take all the credit. You know, it's fine. No, my... <laughs> this is true. I just yeah, did. Just, just fine. I, yeah, I just 100% take, just did. Yep. I, yeah. All right, well. I'm, I'm just... I'm, just, I'm, you, I'm useless Nick. Me and Shy yeah. Chris are going to hang out. Useless well, Nick you just know about Chris. cigars. That's it. And oh. every movie and every TV show and... Frank so Sinatra 90% of what we talk about in this podcast... <laughs> ...is all of you. Yeah. Oh, me. How am I doing here? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're... The, I, they love you, the fan. <laughs> the one fan out there who said, I like... As long as I have one fan, that's all I need in my life. I mean, it it's usually my- the ratio is one fan to ten haters. Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's for me. <laughs> is that- um, but yeah, uh, as we get more into it, you know, the people who are new joining the podcast, take this journey with me so I learn more and more, and as I'm learning more and more, we'll get back to going back would, and forth. I would also like to set up um, a thing where we can... Uh, you send us video questions, and we can post. Sure. We can put them on, and then we'll, any we'll questions do that. in YouTube, ask some questions. Yeah. Maybe we'll put in a new segment. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll do something. What Greg smoked that week, kind of thing. So maybe I can get a Greg roundup, uh, if you will. Greg, there you go. Um, not seven of them because I don't have time for that. And, and uh, I, I do want to say this because I get a lot of shit already for this. Greg's a new cigar smoker. Do not give him crap for mispronunciation of things. Oh, I'm it took butcher. me 10 years to get where I am, and I'm not even great at it. So I don't want to San Andreas. First of all, I'm pretty sure that everyone I've interviewed has said San Andreas. However they said it in the movie is the way it should be. That's a different... That's, that was that's the Rock different movie? Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's different a different place. place. Oh. That's in California. Is it? Yeah, you should know that, Mr... I know, Film it guy. is in California. You I did not funny. learn a thing in college about I how, it was funny. how to throw an OK slider. <laughs> No, that's the only thing I knew how to do. Was play that's, that's the only thing you learned in college. Uh, that and beer pong, splash it. Yeah, you're never gonna play that again. No, I, <laughs> play play I, bubble pong with your kids. <laughs> oh, you got the ball, and now you can blow a bubble. <laughs> I can't even say anything about that. So we're gonna leave it at that. Thank you for joining, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you, Secret Chris. JRSecrets.com. Please buy everything from us.